Welcome to the Uncle Nephew Show. I'm Sean. I'm Anthony. What day is today? Sunday. What? Sunday did, morning, to be exact. Did we miss uh, doing one on Thursday night? No, no, we didn't. We just schedules have changed now. Um, I've got a new employer. I did a recent career change. Congratulations. Which is, uh, yeah, thank you. I've got way, way less stress in my life. I go to work, I clock in, I do my job, I clock out, and that's it. And no beard. No, no beard at all. Yeah, the uh, the beard net. I had to wear a beard net there. I've had to do that in past jobs, and it sucks. It, it, I did it for two days, and I'm like, that's it. Fuck it. Yeah, I can't. It does suck. Oh yeah. my god, you're back there, and you're just... Yeah. Because now you have to... Before at Peak Foods, because I worked there in the past... You had to, you couldn't, you didn't have to cover your mustache. But, okay. But now they've they've changed it to where your beard net has to cover your mustache, so it has to go over your mouth. That's what I had to do. Yeah. And it's and I'm just almost, like, yeah, fuck that. It's not worth it. It's and then it's, it's going to be warm back there in the summer because I work in the packaging department. Almost feels like you're about to have do surgery on somebody. Yeah, exactly. Scalpel, please. Scalpel, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there's people there that don't mind it, but I just, I'm like, well, no, this isn't worth it to me. No, and it does get, it gets hot and itchy, uh-huh. I think. Yeah, I'm not, I'll live without a beard. Back at my, uh, Rothschild's. Rothschild's. <laughs> Robert Rothschild's Berry Farm in oh, Urbana. Oh, yeah. Rothschild's. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> not really. Not really. I hated it. Um, this episode is brought to you by Heart Projects, a family-owned and operated business that offers inspirational and spiritual jewelry and accessories for the heart and soul. You can reach them on Etsy and Amazon, as well as their website, www.heartprojects.com. Uh, what's coming up for jewelry? I mean, you don't need an occasion to buy Easter. Get, get, that, your, get your special someone that Easter. That Easter jewelry for their yeah. first baptism. Do people get baptized oh, yeah. around Easter? I don't, sure. I'm not, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't. That's sad, but I don't. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Can I get an amen? It's Sunday, so we have to, you know, have a little church service. <laughs> right. Here. Right. We'll read a scripture out of a Bible at the end of the podcast, <laughs> so that way everybody gets their church cred when they listen to this. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, yeah, it gets them out of the doghouse if they, you know. Yeah, they say... Lord, forgive me for I have fucking sinned. <laughs> I mean, I've listened to this goddamn Uncle Nephew show, <laughs> and it is bad. <laughs> it is bad. Hallelujah! I gotta wash the sins away after oh, I listen to this. Cleanse I with your hands. <laughs> uh, that sounds very perverse. <laughs> oh. With your hands or other any other body part. Oh yes, Jesus, thank you. Um, I've got some Yammer Sports. Some Yammer Sports. sports and Yammer uh, Sports. Yeah. And some articles. Yeah, what else are you going to... Other topics you're going to dive into today. We can get into the whole... Uh, the old uh, shooting sprees going on. Uh, yeah. In the U.S. Oh, yeah. Good old U.S. of A. The U.S.A. U.S.A. Now, um... Don't get me started. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll dive into that. Yeah, we'll dive into it. I've got an article on WWE. Um, we'll start off with sports. Um, how much going on? Spring training's opening up for all the baseball teams out there. Oh my God! 
I think baseball season. When did that start? Like February? Yeah, it is February. Fuck, I don't know. It? it probably just ended. Last season just ended, and they're starting. Yeah, they play from literally baseball seasons from what February to November. That's if, what it feels like. Well, if, the spring. Yeah, they if don't... you count spring training, it starts in what February or first of March. They've got the old school schedule where you're off three months, yeah. which still isn't bad, but no. it's. But for sports, yeah, it's the longest season. God damn. I mean, why do they have to play 100 games or however 162 many games? 162 games. What's the point? And, you you know, you see it on TV, and half the time there's 20 people in the stands. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just there for the fat. I don't even know if they're watching the yeah, game. Yeah, they're just there to get hammered and eat hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason why I go to a baseball game. Um, Somebody's making a name for themselves in baseball. Yeah, and he... Should have been, hell, he should have been a Super Bowl winning quarterback, but for whatever reason, he was shunned out of the league. Yeah. Tim Tebow. Yes, Tim Tebow. What, I, a, what a physical specimen. God, he, he is. is perfect. He, yeah. And believe it or not, the doctors, when he was in his mother's womb, told his mother to abort him because they were, they were expecting complications. Okay. Can you imagine if she had listened? Right. Yeah, this guy is a, he's a national champ twice, won two national championships at Florida, wins playoff games with the Denver Broncos. He's got more playoff wins than Andy Dalton. And the guy's yeah, not even true. in football anymore. He's right. in baseball. He's about to go, he's about to play for the Mets. And I think somebody said uh, they predict he will be make the team. There was or, the, the team's owner, wasn't it? Yeah, the, the owner or general manager said that they they foresee him playing in the majors. Right. I don't. I, I'm not gonna doubt him. No, or... no, not at all. I mean, he is a very <laughs> driven person. His his entire dream was to play quarterback in the NFL, and when he was denied that, uh, he kind of fell back onto his his baseball career, which. He hadn't played baseball in years, but obviously he is a... And, and God has taken over. Yeah. Jesus, exactly. take the bat. Jesus, take the, <laughs> instead of taking the wheel, he's taking the bat. Yeah. Get up there. Jesus, take the bat. Swing away, my son. Swing away. Swing away. Right about now. Now. Home run. <laughs> I told you, my son. I told you. <laughs> Don't swing. It's a curveball. <laughs> Curveball's coming up. I just know it. <laughs> I got a Jesus whispering. I've got a feeling. Okay, this is a fastball. It's going to be right down the middle. Swing as hard as you can. <laughs> oh, it's a knuckleball. You definitely don't want to swing. Now, what if Jesus gets that wrong? I mean, Tebow wouldn't be the type. He'd be, a, well, that's all right. That's all right. Well, yeah, I mean, Jesus I, just go, sorry, bud. LOL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now other guys might say, "Now, damn it, Jesus! God damn it, Jesus! <laughs> Aren't you perfect in every way?" I just had to fuck with you, my son. <laughs> yeah. What? I can, I can walk on water. And yeah. I can... We we couldn't make it look too obvious. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a big story. Um, any well, um, we had a national anthem done. At the NBA All-Star Game. 
By Fergie, yeah. By, by the old, yeah. Yeah, did you did you see the, the clips of that? Yeah. I, I watched the whole thing through just because I had to because everyone was talking about it. I was embarrassed for it. Oh, yeah, and you see the players that are, you know, standing there, and they're trying so hard not to laugh. Yeah, and you, then they showed Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy <laughs> Kimmel, Chris, Chris Rock was in the stands. His mouth, he was just staring at the screen. His jaw was literally on the floor. And then you had Steph Curry, who was just trying to hold it back. Steph Curry and Draymond Green was one yeah, of them. Yeah. <laughs> and he then was... LeBron James, he just he did the head tilt back and just, <laughs> just lost it. And now not her def- I'm not defending her. She just fucked that anthem totally up, but she's not known for her vote. I mean I never, she's a singer, but she's not vocally I never would have said yeah, let's invite Fergie to sing the National Anthem. She fucking sang with the Black Eyed Peas. She needs people behind her. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, it's, who, who, she had to have run that by someone before she, you, you just don't go out there and say, okay, I'm going to do something new right now. And I'm going to blues it up. Yeah. You, but it's not even. She had to have run that by her manager or someone in the NBA and said, this is what I'm going to do with the National Anthem. Now, you know it's bad when Roseanne calls her out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Roseanne has the worst. But the, to Roseanne's defense, she's not a fucking singer. Yeah. Neither, neither is Fergie. Well, no, right. Yeah. Now. Oh, man. Um, I saw a meme that said Fergie sang that national anthem so bad that Colin Kaepernick stood up and said, don't disrespect the anthem <laughs> like that. How dare you, Fergie. Yeah. And there was another one that said, uh, you know, Fergie sang the national anthem so bad, Donald Trump took a knee, Kaepernick <laughs> stood up, and the Browns won a game. Oh, yes. Oh, and at the halftime show, you know, with Charles Barkley, Shaq, and the other guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, I bet they were just... <laughs> well, first thing Charles Barkley says, he goes... Can we can we talk about that national anthem real quick? <laughs> <laughs> and Shaq Shaq over there goes, "Don't do it, Charles. Don't do it, Chuck." He goes, "Leave my girl Fergie alone." Charles Barkley says, "Fergie sang that national anthem so bad. I need a cigarette after that." <laughs> <laughs> and everybody on the panel just loses it, and they had to cut to commercial break. <laughs> he said, "I need a cigarette after that." I need, those guys are that was terrible. That was terrible, Kenny. That was real terrible. Those guys are a riot, but so, yeah, th- just sing it. If, why? Like, just, I mean, that's not the type of song to you know try to blues up or jazz up. You know, don't try to rearrange the national anthem. Yeah, I, it's <clears throat> and it's, at times it, the instruments in the back it wasn't even in, it wasn't even in sync. Yeah, yeah, there was. Um, she was ignoring the bass player. Yeah, um, it was just a debacle she was making these weird ass hand gestures and i mean someone actually took the time to write out the lyrics that she was actually singing <laughs> and it, it's it's quite comical uh, i would like to read a, a snippet of this here for you if you'd like take it away um at one point she <laughs> at the beginning it starts out as oh say can you see by the dawn's early lay, was so proud lay way, oh, at the twilight lass gleaming, <laughs> whose broad stripes and bright stocks <laughs> through, through the per a fight, 
or the ram parts we watched were so gallantly streamed. And then she kind of she kind of sings some of the words right, but then when she goes into like her, I don't know what the hell you call those, she she goes gay prue through the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. And it, it just goes on. It's pretty funny. And then when she goes to like gets to the banner yet wave, she goes banner yeah yet. <laughs> what way yay? <laughs> oh my god. It's hooked, that was terrible. Hooked on phonics. Yeah, hooked on phonics. I mean someone needs to turn it teach this girl how to sing now you remember when she pissed her pants on stage like a few years back? no i don't she was at a concert she had a she pissed her pants she pissed her pants and you saw the huge spot in her pants i mean what's more i, I think i'd rather piss my pants Me. on stage yeah i mean i i think her career because of this is she's gonna have a red flag on her <laughs> she it's going to be a long time before she's Going to be able to come out of the woodworking, and <laughs> the black-eyed peas don't even want anything to do. With that. <laughs> the black-eyed peas that we can do without that bitch. <laughs> we'll get someone else. But she pissed her pants on stage, huh? She pissed her pants. Yeah, pissed her pants. I'd rather piss my pants on stage. I'm I would you. too. I'm with you there. I mean, you're at a concert. You're you're the main act, and mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have many breaks. No, to piss. No, you just, just let it out. You just gotta pee. Some people are into that, though, you know? Somebody some people. Might, somebody, please put some of that on me. Ferg. Put some of those golden, give me some golden, golden showers. Golden shower on me, Fergie Ferg. Um, let's go into um, WWE. Ah. Um, tonight is the pay-per-view. Which pay-per-view? Elimination Chamber. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's in Las Vegas, <laughs> Nevada. Las Vegas. Sin City. Sin City. Ronda Rousey's going to be there, not... Uh, wrestling, she's quote unquote uh, signing her contract, which I'm sure she already has. But yeah, gotta, they, oh, gotta, yeah. they gotta do it up, make it the a ceremonial spectacle. Spectacle. I saw a meme about her that said uh, this Sunday. She because she she posted a tweet that said this Sunday my wrestling my my journey to WrestleMania begins, okay. and someone tweeted her back with a picture of her last UFC fight where she got knocked the fuck out. And said, no, I'm pretty sure this is when your WrestleMania journey began. (laughs) What did she respond with? Anything? Uh, No, she didn't respond with anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, check it out on the WWE Network Mm -hmm. tonight. $9.99. That's all it is. $9.99. So it's worth it just for that. Absolutely. Yeah, hell, pay-per-views used to be 50 bucks a pop. Right. Um, let's see. You well, get like 30 days free with that if you sign up. You do, you get a 30 day trial. Okay, yep. Hmm. So, check it out if you want. Anybody yeah. out there listening, it's a good deal. Yeah, you know, figure you only pay $9.99 a <clears throat> month versus 50 bucks per pay per view, which you should, which were monthly, I think. One month it pays for itself. Yeah, and if you're a big wrestling fan, you're gonna. Watch all the old. That's got every single pay per view ever. Does it really? Yeah. Wow. Every show they've got new material. They've got different shows on there. So, hmm. did you just hear? My, was that my stomach? That was. Oh my gosh. God. Is there a rhino? I gotta calm the beast. 
Rhino here in the basement. Shh, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday. He just he just wanted to be on on yeah. On the show. He just wanted to make his presence known. Yeah. Um, Bloomberg has an article about WWE, and it's titled entitled uh, WWE WWE is laying the smackdown on the world. Um, it says lately while many entertainment companies are being pummeled. WWE has been on a roll. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Its share. Uh, its share price closed at thirty three dollars and eighty four cents. That's up thirty seventy three percent from last year. Um, and they generated fifty point six million of net income. Wow. On eight hundred and one million dollars of revenue. Hmm. So they're not doing bad. No, no, not at all. Um, and it's actually. Um, WWE is being floated as a potential acquisition target for a lot of big companies. Um, Walt Disney Walt is actually Disney. interested in buying WWE. Really? 21st Century Fox, Comcast, AT&T, and Verizon are all suitors, they say. Do you think Vince would really sell? I don't... Uh, I mean, he's kind of what makes a company. What would they do? Now... Would they buy it and then still have the McMahons run? Or how would that work? I think that, that would be the smart thing to do. So, uh, I think if, just... Vin, if Vince did want to sell it, it would be wise of him to wait until after the XFL gets off the ground to see how that's going to play out. And if the XFL just does become wildly successful, which I think it will. Mm-hmm. Then he might have too much on his hands, and then okay, maybe we do sell the WWE so I can focus more on the XFL. Because now, um, you know, Triple H runs uh, NXT, mm-hmm. which is the developmental, um, and then he's been uh, well. I think he's grooming somebody to take his spot there, which I think, I think when the XFL gets ramped up, I think Triple H is going to start oh, okay. taking over more. Hmm. So, that's what I've heard through the grapevine. Through the grapevine. Um, and their their network. The w, We just talked about the WWE Network. That's been a huge success. Yeah. Uh, roughly 1.5 million people uh, now are regular subscribers wow. to the network. Making it the 11th most popular streaming video service in the U.S. But the main thing is they're the second most popular mm-hmm. sports Behind uh, Major League Baseball's in the sports-related category. So, really? Yeah. Well, it shows you where the NFL's standing right now. <laughs> right. So they're number two behind Major League Baseball. And that's you, so boring. Yeah, you think about it, though. Um, in Major League Baseball, how many players kneel for the uh, anthem and the flag? I don't think any of them do. And no. How many of players... Uh, you know, have their political stand, political views throughout the baseball game. Yeah. Haven't heard of any. How many uh, wrestlers have you heard uh, that won't stand for the national anthem or broadcast their political views uh, while uh, in the ring? No, none. Yeah. And very few have done it away from the ring. Yeah. It, there's, there's a lot of parallel, you know, a lot of similarities here with uh, ratings and popularity and... And people don't watch these shows, these sporting events, 
to hear about more politics? Did we watch it to get away from that? Now I've listened. I listened to sports talk radio on my way to and fro work, mm-hmm. um, and they still they're still on the thing where they took, got on the NFL ratings and they're like, "Well, I don't think it has a lot to do with the flag and the God damn it, really? Oh my, still in denial, really? Huh? Still that, in the, denial. Not a big part of their ratings decline. Oh, okay, all okay, right. So then, what is it actually? <laughs> yeah, then then what? What can you say is causing a ratings decline? Right. Did they act, did they actually give a reason why they think the ratings are down? Yeah, there's no. Yeah. If you don't think that is, then you you don't have a, a back. You don't. Yeah, know what, what the reason is. Then yeah, we just don't. We don't. People just don't stop watching. We just don't think it's because of the. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. People don't stop watching something by the millions for no reason. So if you look at the stats, and as soon as the Colin Kaepernick stuff happened, you didn't see a decline in the ratings no. all of a sudden. Yeah. Weird. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Just some people are in denial, I guess. I guess. Dumbasses. Big dummies. <clears throat> Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. Kiss it. Kiss. Vince is always showing up here. He is. And know your own. Shut your mouth. <laughs> um, let's get into my yammer. I got a few topics. Okay. Um. Ne- we were talking about negative people. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Negative. Oh, negative man. Debbie Downers. Uh, yeah, I used to work with a few of those, and I, the place I work now, I've got some negative people. But uh, well, there was one story I, I forgot to tell last week. Um, there, I had a, an employee. Uh, he was a del- new delivery driver, and he would go out, and he, you know, he, he wasn't from Troy. I think so this is the story that so, you told. Was that the? I think it's the yeah, same story. So he. He'd call me while he's out on delivery if he had a hard time finding an address. And the first thing he'd say goes, well, this address doesn't exist. It, it's not, I can't find it. It doesn't, doesn't exist. And, and he did that multiple times per day. And I said, well, I'm pretty sure it does exist. So just to kind of, you know, make sure that, you know, we had the right address, I'd pull up the Miami County Auditor and type in the address. Sure enough. I'll be damned. I'll be, it's right there, and there's a picture of the house. And I, So I'd tell him, I said, this is what the house looks like, and I've even got it mapped on here, and this is where it's located on the street. Well, it's, it's not like this is the 21st century. Yeah. It's, and it's not like you're going to Yellow Pages and getting out the big old maps. Right. <clears throat> yeah, so I'd tell him, well, it does exist indeed, and you're very close to it right now. You just have to open your eyes and actually look for it. Get your head out of your ass. Yeah, get your head out of your ass. So, um, But then, now I, I've left that, that place of employment, and uh, my new place of employment, I used to work there years ago, and I've got these people that ask me, well, what made you come back? And I said, well, it was, you know... They said, you know, what made you come back? Didn't you learn your lesson the first time? And I said, well, it's for the benefits and the pay. So I'd, I'd ask them, I said, well, what made you stay? Uh-huh. And they'd say, well, um, I guess for the same reasons you came back then. I'm like, yeah, so shut your damn mouth, okay? <laughs> you can you bitch and complain about it so bad, but you've still been here for 10 years or so. So what's the problem? It can't yeah. be that bad, right? So I, I just go in. I have a positive attitude, but you know, there's always a group of people that are just oh, they try to and they 
and some people that lets them bring them down too. Yeah, I don't. That they just, shit ain't working here. Yeah, they just <clears throat> they just trash the place. I'm like, well, you've been here for twenty years, so or ten years or so. It can't be, it can't that, be bad. that bad, yeah. right? There's a reason why you've stayed. You must love shit. Uh huh. And yeah, there's and the and I got to work for a, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I walk in and the lady, I work in a uh, office setting with cubicles mm-hmm. and lady in the aisle across from me uh she's always i don't know how much work she gets done she constantly runs her mouth uh-huh just yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah and um talking about the weather somebody asked her about the weather like oh it's gonna be nice today. Uh-huh. and then all of a sudden she was like yeah but it's gonna get cold tonight and she's gonna come just say oh i know it's gonna be great yeah i'll take enjoy advantage it while of it's here yeah oh well, reality's gonna set in later well you're a fucking idiot for thinking that it's gonna stay warm yeah okay well obviously we're in february so <laughs> we know that but hey it's 50 degrees and 60 degrees you know we'll take it while we can get it if it's 70 degrees for one hour in that day yeah and enjoy, enjoy it. it that's yeah. one less fucking hour that you're not freezing your yeah, exactly. nuts off or your Let- vag off yeah. I mean... People like that, you know. It, well, I looked in the forecast, and in 27 days, it's going to get cold again. Okay, well... Right. Cool, yeah. Right. Obviously, we're in February, so... Oh, Farm, Farmer's Almanac said that it was going to be a bad <laughs> winter this winter. Yeah, okay, well... That's okay. If well, it is bad, we'll cross that bridge and... <laughs> we'll get to it when when, it, when that arises. But if it turns out to not be a bad winter, then we're in good shape. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it just amazes me. Why? How do you have such a people have such a negative outlook on everything? You know? uh, it must be their like their wiring. Yeah, and, it must be like that's just that's just them. Uh huh. And I, I, you know, I, I go in every day, and I just have a, I say hi to everyone, and I just have a positive attitude. Like you know, today's gonna be a good day, and that's just how I look at it. You know, usually when you and I try to tell. My kid, I mean, I tell myself this too, but um, like if they say, "Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna win," uh, you know, my daughter, if we're gonna play a game, well, I won't win. Well, if you think like that, no, you probably you, probably you won't probably win. won't win. Yeah. So if you go in, well, I won't be let down. Well, you're gonna be let down in life. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's gonna be let down. Yeah. yeah. So just think positive. Say, so, well, yeah, no, I'm gonna win this. Mm-hmm. If I don't, well, I'm gonna try my hardest and. If I don't win, then I know I did everything I could to win. Yeah. That's how it's going to be. But if you just go in, I'm going to lose and that's it. It's the end of the world. I suck. I suck. This place sucks. It's terrible. The weather's horrible. (laughs) I'm not a winner. I'm I'm, I'm hungry and stupid. And um, you said about talking, saying hi to people. Do you say hi to your neighbors? Um... Well, we got one neighbor. She's her fucking kids are so loud, and she's a she's a bitchosaurus rex because she didn't have control over her kids. And so no, I'd only say hi to her if I run into her. I don't go out of my way. I'm the same way. And then the other neighbor is a crazy cat lady who likes to talk for extended periods of time. Like, hey, I've got somewhere to be. <laughs> I got shit to you do. You know, it's like, hey, how you doing? Hope you have a nice day. Not. Oh, did you hear about like no, ma'am? I've got I've got a lot I need to get done. Today, okay, I'm heading to work. Or well, I don't. I've got all day to yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, she pretty much does. So I mean, I'll talk to him 
and you know say hi, wave, but other than that, I you know don't go out of my way to sit down and conversate with so and so. Because I remember when I was little, my family, my parents knew almost everybody in yeah. the fucking neighborhood, uh-huh. pretty much. And nowadays, I don't know if it's just society has changed, um, and we're just kind of have our guard up at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's sad in a way because I don't, I don't trust really anybody unless I, you know. Yeah, I, you know, and that's that's how it has <clears throat> to be nowadays. You know, you you can't just put your trust in someone that you don't really know because. You know, people are fucking weird now. Yeah, you never know what's going on in somebody's no. head or house or whatever. They've got kidnapped or tied up in the basement. Just don't know. <laughs> How many kids do they have yeah. uh, tilling the soil outside? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nine at night. Oh, that's right. All those thir- Yeah, we've got 13 kids. No one's ever seen them. And <laughs> the neighbors questioned it. Okay. But we wave and say hi. Yeah. Oh, hey, Bill. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the kids. They're great. They're great. We haven't seen them. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep it that way. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it's just uh, it's weird how nowadays, like 20 years ago, it was totally different mm-hmm. than 30 years ago. So. See, my grandma, she you know, she knows everybody on the street. She talks to everyone. I mean, they all chat, and they share gossip mainly. And now, she's lived in that neighborhood and that house for a while. Right? Yeah, and a lot of people in that neighborhood have lived there just as long, too. So. so that could be some of the reason. But if there's somebody else moving in, I'm sure she's probably saying hi to them. Yeah, yeah. My mom's like me. I don't... I mean, she'll... If you're out and you're going to pass somebody... Yeah, he's, at the same time, he's way say hi. I almost dread. I see somebody. I almost wait in my car till they get inside, and then I go back in. Yeah, because I, I don't want to talk to you. Right, I'm, hurry up and go inside so I can get out of my yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. How I'm just gonna kind of fiddle around in your car like you're cleaning I do that. up or I'll do that shit around. And... I'll get to work and I see somebody walking in. I'm like, I don't want to walk in with that person. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna. Oh, man, I forgot something in my car. Let me go down yeah, and get... just kind of lean over. <laughs> go through the glove box and... You know, like, the stupid shit we do. To... <laughs> uh, or just just do what I do sometimes when I get to work now. I see some people I don't want to walk in with. I just scroll through my phone. I don't even look up. I'm just kind of out of the corner of my eye and wait till Okay, they're <laughs> The coast up. is clear. Yeah, the coast and is clear. And you get out and a whole barrage of people come out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Hey, good morning, sunshine. Yeah. We saw you in your car. We figured we'd wait till you got out. Or a good afternoon, I guess I should say. You go into your second shift. Yeah, yeah. Good afternoon. <laughs> oh, oh, God. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy now. Um, and then, speaking of houses and seeing people out, where would you prefer to sit outside if you're having a get-together? Out back. Yeah. Back porch, patio, where it's nice and fenced in and secluded. Have your barbecue sesh going on. Yeah, have that for sure. But people sit out front. Yeah, it's the Why? weirdest thing. I Is it to see the people driving by or what? To be nosy, I guess. Yeah. To figure out what's going on in the neighborhood. Um, that one <clears throat> old people neighborhood. Uh, it's not really a designated old person neighborhood, but they call it Wrinkle City here in Troy, mm-hmm. where a lot of old people live. 
they all, you drive through there during the summer, they've got their garage doors up and lawn chairs in their garage, and they're yeah. just sitting there watching them drive by. And they've all got backyards, they've all got patios, because all the houses are just about the same. And, and I'm sure they're nice patios. Yeah, they're nice, and it's quiet, and, but they all choose to sit in the front on the garage. I want to sit out back. I do I don't too. want anybody seeing me. I mean, that's my privacy. Yeah, can you sit out front and then somebody that knows you says, oh, I'm going to stop and talk to... Oh, God. But yeah. I guess the people like that, they, they don't care, you know, because they like talking to and their... They, they like talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> they like talking to their neighbors. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I, I wouldn't want to sit out front because I'd be afraid somebody that was driving by, like, oh, you, that's an invitation for me to stop and talk and... Oh, yeah, if they're sitting on their porch, oh, they're just, yeah, they've got time to kill. Oh, yeah, exactly. I just want to relax. Relax, so I'll go out back. Mm-hmm. Just don't bother me. Please, leave me alone. Is there anything, um, now, I'll briefly get into the school, you have the big school shooting in mm-hmm. Florida. Um, and I'll link in, there's been a lot of robberies to cell phone stores lately. Yeah, there's been quite a few of those. I just kind of thought that <clears throat> people couldn't steal cell phones because I thought they could be tracked. But apparently they can't. You can sell them. And that, that's a big money grab, the cell phone stores. They got yeah. phones that are over $1,000. Yeah, you figure the new iPhone <clears throat> X is like 1000 bucks, And hell, if somebody on the street sells it for... $300 or $400 just to get rid of them. They're going to make a, you know, a decent, they have a decent payday. Right. Yeah, that'd be um I guess it'd be easier than than robbing a bank nowadays. Yeah, it pretty much is. There's not, you know, security's not nearly as tight. And... Okay, what can you do? There's probably not one thing you can do to prevent this shit. The school uh, Schools and the store, the cell phone stores are probably two different, uh, two different yeah. uh, arenas. But uh, yeah, um, there's you know there isn't one answer to this problem. It, it, the, the problem, okay, in my opinion, the the answer to the problem is not to ban guns because guns aren't doing this on their own. You just you can't say well the AR-15 shot the school. Shot no. this. It needed a person to it needed a person load the magazine to operate it, and you know what? You ban fucking guns. Somebody they're gonna get guns. Okay, Her- gonna- heroin and marijuana and cocaine are all illegal. People are still doing it, right? Oh, yeah. murder's illegal. People are still murdering people. You're going to find a fucking way to do what you want to do. Exactly. At bottom line, exactly. You can't just ban guns and then assume okay, the guns are banned, so the bad guys are. They're gonna hand in their guns. Oh, here you go. You know. I guess this start. This should start as as the baby comes out of the womb. Yeah. I guess you better better atmosphere, better teaching, better parenting mm-hmm. all around would probably. I would assume correct all this. Yeah, it would help. It definitely would. Um, you know, increased background checks. I'm all for that. Increased, you know, mental stability checks. That's for fine. Buying. That's fine. You know. Um, law-abiding citizens and mentally stable citizens who own guns that most gun owners are responsible gun owners it's you know if you look at different statistics that how many people were killed with knives it was more than 
the number of people that were killed with guns in the United States. Back in the the, the statistics that I looked up, yeah, from the 18, I mean, it went back from the 1800s, mm-hmm. but yeah, knives and stuff yeah. were used. And and with with school shootings and killings back then, it was mainly, they were targeted. Mm-hmm. Well, you did something to my kid, so the guy, the father came in and killed the teacher. Right. I mean, not... Shouldn't have done that. No, shouldn't have done that. No, but he had a reason, and he was just targeting that one particular one, one person, individual. Now the people that come in and just start spraying bullets and killing, mm-hmm. as, racking up as many kills as possible. Mm-hmm. That's you know that's it's kind of a culture thing. You know, these I'm not blaming video games by any means, but you have these video games where these kids <clears throat> they just go on there and they just shoot up whatever right you know it it's not no it's not okay by any means and kids need to be disciplined and need to understand the difference between you know uh the video game and reality and maybe some kids can't can't differentiate between the two yeah their mental capacity yeah they is they just can't grasp that concept no they can't for me uh, yeah it's totally is yeah. it fun to shoot yeah grand theft auto grand oh, yeah. theft auto that's a I lot of fun of killing sprees in grand theft yeah auto. but in real life i would never do such Fuck a thing no, no so there's i mean but is that just their mental makeup their wiring uh, teaching uh, yeah and, there's uh, just um and the other the other <clears throat> issue with this um you you don't want to ban cars after someone gets hammered and kills another person while they're driving drunk. No, because who operated the fucking vehicle? It was the person's fault. Right. They made that. They made that conscious decision to. Okay, I'm hammered and I shouldn't be driving. Now the I'm, one car we could ban would be Kit from Knight Rider. That fucker can drive on his own. <laughs> he can own. drive on his own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's he's killing people left <laughs> and right. We're gonna ban that car. Yeah. Oh, but cars are getting autonomous. They have the autonomous vehicles now. They're coming out. It, so. Yeah, I don't know how I would feel. I mean, going to a different subject, but I don't think I could trust. I would this, not fully trust a car. I got to have my hands on it. I got to have control. And I, I've got a little story about autonomous vehicles and how they can be tricked here. I'll, I'll dive into that after this. But um, yeah, you don't you don't want to ban gun. You know, you don't want to ban vehicles. Um, also, remember Prohibition in the United States. How mm-hmm. well did that work out? Right. You know, people were running alcohol and booze up across state lines oh, during that period. Yeah. Okay, alcohol is illegal, but guess what? Even more people wanted to profit off that mm-hmm. because, well, now we can't buy it in stores. These people can make more money selling it, you know, on the side in the mountains. Uh, they're going to do the same with guns if you try to ban even just one type of gun. The, Banning the evil AR-15. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that school shooting in... Not school shooting. That uh, church shooting in Texas? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, these these uh, people want to say, well, the NRA is bad, and they're the reason why this is happening. Well, an NRA member with an AR-15 is the guy who killed the shooter of the church. Okay. Yeah. 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 So there you go. So... NRA members aren't the problem here. They're the ones that are actually obeying the laws and defending... The one, the people that are not armed citizens. And let's look at. Um, well, he didn't stop all the killing. No, but he probably prevented some lives from. Yeah. From more blood being exactly. shed in the church. Exactly. So let's look at that. 
as a positive, mm-hmm. and we he saved some lives that day, he, even yeah. though there a lot perished that day too. But yeah, he absolutely did, and he was a law-abiding <laughs> citizen who you know wasn't using his AR-15 for you know malicious intent or whatever. Using it for evil. Using it for evil. No, he had it for defense and for sport and for fun and hunting. And Do you give... Now, I know Trump just discussed this this past week of he, he would like to see teachers carrying mm-hmm. guns in the classroom. I don't see a real problem. Although, the I guess... The question would be from the parents would be, well, my kids are gonna they're gonna have access to that gun now. Well, not if it's locked in the desk. You no, know, with the biometric lock on it, to where only the teacher's fingerprint can open it or handprint. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I think that if if you do do that, you need to have volunteers. You can't force a teacher. And you know, you don't want a gun in a teacher's hands that doesn't want a gun. Yeah, exactly. I mean, oh god, oh shit. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, somebody that can't handle it. You need to have volunteers, and these people obviously are going to be screened mentally and uh, physically if they're able to, you know, carry the weapon. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just some people are, you know. Uh, Broadcasting is we're going to give every single teacher a gun, even no, the teachers no, that no. don't want the gun. No, yeah. it's going to be the teachers that want that responsibility and mm-hmm. that are able to carry that weight on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to be little, you know, Susie who just got out of college for being, you know, a teacher and just because we certified. don't want her. We don't want her. No, oh, fuck hell no. no. She'd probably she'd probably point the gun at herself on accident S- and shoot. Stick with teaching science. Yeah, and put down the gun. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I've seen other school districts uh, and police departments that have worked together. Uh, some police departments are smaller in size, and their you know departments are growing. So instead of you know, because police officers aren't always in their patrol cars all day long. You know, they have to go in, do desk mm-hmm. work, and do paperwork. Now, what I can't remember what town this was in, but um, there's a police department that set up satellite locations in all the schools. They've taken one room or two rooms in each school that were empty, and they've set up like a mini police department in there. So one or two officers are usually in that area or in that building at all times doing paperwork or, you know, um, just, you know, kind of like in their own little section, which is not, it's a part of the school, but it's actually the police department in the school. Right. So So they could have a contract. Yeah, yeah, not even a contract. Okay, it's, just, they're just there. That's their yeah. that's their office. It's at the school. Okay, and they're not just designated student resource officers. <laughs> they're regular police officers, but there just isn't enough room at this police department, so they operate out of the school. So none of these you know, in some schools. Well, the school that just had the shooting has had a security officer, mm-hmm. but do they? They can't carry a lot of them. Yeah, that school that had a shooting, the security officer, he stood outside, and then there were four sheriff's deputies that stood outside too and didn't go in. <laughs> so what's the fucking problem here? It's right. not you know this guy could have been stopped way way ahead, but yeah. the the security officer he was too scared to go inside, and then the. The four sheriffs. What the hell's he fucking there for? Yeah, exactly. Make sure the trash is picked up off the ground. I guess. No littering. Now, this whole guns with teachers thing, it's not it's not something that's new to the United States. There's 170 school districts in Texas that allow teachers to carry. And these teachers are screened. They're certified and they have to do regular um, 
regular um, practice and target shooting to, just to keep the certification up. And there are teachers that want to do it. And I bet you there's been no school shootings at those schools. Yeah, I bet there hasn't. And do you remember after 9-11 when, uh, when the FAA, FAA was you know strongly considering allowing pilots to carry sidearms mm-hmm. and how everybody was like, pilots with guns is never going to work. And, well, they let the pilots carry the guns, and how many hijacked planes have we had in the fucking United States since then? Right. I think it's zero. I haven't heard any. Yeah. yeah Last I haven't. time I checked. So we let the pilots carry guns, and that solved that problem. People were upset about it. And we didn't force the pilots to carry guns, but... Because if I'm going to go in, and yeah, I'm saying I'm not thinking I'm going to do this, but if I was going to go in, put my mind... Mm-hmm. But, you know, inside the killer's mind. If I'm going to go in and shoot up a school and I know there's teachers packing, well, fuck no. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> no. I mean, so that should, right there, mm-hmm. but that should stop that. I've heard one side of the argument saying, well, if if these shooters know that teachers are, are carrying, they're just going to go into the school and start shooting teachers immediately. I'm pretty sure that most bad guys don't think, especially these kids that are shooting up the schools, they're not going to go in and say, well, I'm going to go in and kill the teachers. They're not going to know which teachers have it. Right. And chances are, if you're carrying in a weapon that's large enough like an AR-15, someone's going to fucking see it. Right. And they're going to be stopped immediately by, yeah. you know, there's going to be a button that's going to be pressed <clears throat> or someone's going to sound an alarm. Now, did this person, did they pull the fire alarm in the school and that? Like I had an idea, like a, Jesus, some John. Sing, no, I th- think you know uh, I was like an officer for like three months at Mechanicsburg, mm-hmm. but uh-huh. but in, in the in the academy and stuff, we were you know you got to get in the mind of of the criminal, right? Absolutely, pull the fire alarm, and that gets out all Floods the kids, everyone out, and then you, mm-hmm. I mean, if you want numbers, but that's so I don't I didn't know if I heard. That, I don't, you know, I don't recall alarm. hearing that, but but wouldn't that work to if you didn't want to go in the school, you could have the people come outside. That's true. Could you phone in a bomb threat? Yeah, and have people because a bomb threat works, and my employer works the same as a fire drill. You go outside. You get outside. What if the bombs in a car in the parking lot? <laughs> You're screwed. Oh, shit. Go back. No yeah. one thought about that. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot. And then I guess you could say, well, if there was a shooting, how would the teacher have enough time to get in there to unlock their well, gun? Well, it's not going to be a goddamn a <laughs> yeah. little a combination oh, lock. Shit. It's going to be most likely there's biometric locks where you put your four fingers on each one of these, you know, uh, these little biometric scanners, and it immediately unlocks. unlocks. You're not going to have a damn three-numbered padlock on there. <laughs> oh, shit. What was it? Nine. <laughs> okay, 21. Damn it. I went damn too it. far. Start where's over. That, where's that paper at with the combination? Shit. <laughs> I left it at home. Is it right, left, right, or left, right, left? Fuck. <laughs> I don't... Jesus. Son of a bitch. Here he comes. I can't even open a combination lock on a normal day like that. Oh, I, there'd be days in high school that... We'd have like a long break. Uh-huh. I'd come back. Fuck! I don't know what the yeah. combination what is. is the combination? <laughs> I'd have to get it on. Un- go to the office yeah. and get it unlocked. Oh yeah, that's right. I did that too. But yeah, it's there's you no. Know, it's not going to be a combination lock. It's yeah. It's going to be a biometric lock. And as a it's a start. 
It but is. This isn't going to, you're not maybe fix it 100%, but. No. And the other thing that pisses me off is <clears throat> we're allowing these kids, these teenagers, to protest outside of schools. Yeah. And then we're allowing them to to attempt to dictate what our gun law should be. You fucking kids were just eating Tide Pods two <laughs> weeks ago. Now you want to tell me how to fucking handle my guns? Yeah. You dumbass kids. You you put soap in your mouths and then you have no real world life experience, but yet you think you should be able to tell us that guns should be banned and Yeah. We have we have a voice too. Yeah. Oh fuck that Shut voice. Shut your mouth, get your ass back in class. Yeah. Finish your high school, go to college, yeah. get some life, like you said, get some life experience, then come back to me. Yeah, and then we'll talk. But, yeah. but your biggest issue was, oh, who's going to eat the Tide Pod first? Right. Two weeks ago. Yeah, shut the, get the fuck out of here. God. I, I don't, yeah, there's there's just way too much. I mean, we could talk about this for hours. Oh my God. <laughs> you had... Uh, talking about those cars the cars that we were talking about oh the autonomous vehicles yeah, yeah. so anyway um, some researchers were doing a stu- conducting a study about the autonomous vehicles and because when they're when they're driving they read the signs they use a specific camera system they, they use lasers to read the shape and what the sign says well some uh, some researchers figured out that if you put tape and like reflective tape over like stop signs and speed limit signs, uh-huh. uh, just depending on what car it was. Not every autonomous vehicle is affected by it because they all have different algorithms in the programming. <laughs> they would run right through the stop sign? They would blow through the stop oh, signs shit. At, at, you know, 45 miles per hour. They would, you know, they, they wouldn't be able to register the stop sign because there was tape over it and it was some of it was like reflective tape. So it couldn't read what the sign says. Now, it I guess it understood the shape of it, but... It didn't read the actual stop on there. So these cars were blowing through stop signs at like 45 miles per hour. So I know when this when this starts to get implemented in, in cars, mm-hmm. we, um, you're probably going to see one one or two in the beginning. Oh, yeah. But eventually, I would imagine all of them would be like that. But it's going to have to be finely tuned. Yeah, there's they're gonna, after this, they definitely have to dive into it. But what they also experimented with was... Um, Using tape to change the um, the way the speed limit signs looked. So one car read a speed limit like a 25. One car read it as a 45 when they put the tape on there. <laughs> no big deal. Um, now, if someone really wanted to get malicious with this, they could put you know make it read like a 75. And here's where yeah. the, you know a 75 and a 25. You got... What if you get pulled over? What do you say? It wasn't me. It was the car. Goddamn car. <laughs> yeah. So what um, what researchers are doing? They're you know because they all have like a, a GPS tracking system that where they can they have an idea of where they are. The cars do. So if they read a sign that says 75 and they're in a school zone or they're in a residential neighborhood, mm-hmm. the car's gonna know like hey, I, I'm not gonna. It's gonna understand like no, this is not a highway. This is a residential neighborhood. And the speed limit should be anywhere from 25 to 35. And the car's going to usually pick the slower speed. Right. So that that's how that are going to fix that. But as far as the stop signs go, I don't know. Because not every intersection has a stop sign. Now, in these cars, what is the... Well, it wouldn't be called the driver anymore. 
what would the main what would the owner of the vehicle be doing just sitting there i guess just sitting there watching and yeah the tesla the tesla's got an autonomous feature to it it's not i mean there's been some issues with it where that guy was sitting in his tesla while it was driving down the road watching a harry potter movie and <laughs> the a semi pulled out in front of him and the semi it was a white trailer and mm-hmm. the sun was reflecting off of it so the, the cameras and the sensors on the Tesla didn't register it as anything was in front of him at all. Oh, shit. And the Tesla plowed right into the semi-trailer, killing the guy and destroying the car. And later on, they determined that, well, the sensors and the reflection, it, it just didn't register that there was a semi-trailer there because of the sun's reflection on it. And it just, at highway speed, just plowed right into that semi-trailer. Now, is there an override with these? Yeah, there's an override with the Tesla. So I can say, well, I'm going to take over now because I... Yeah, if, I mean, because you're not... This guy was disobeying the, the rules of when owning, when using autonomous mode. You're supposed to keep your eyes on the road and in case anything happens because it's not a perfect system and they've admitted right. that. And, you know, <clears throat> family members were upset that, you know, this was happening. But Tesla went back through the program and said he was watching a Harry Potter movie. <laughs> he wasn't even paying attention to the road. He he was watching a movie and but Tesla has stated that, you know, and even in the contract, you know, when you sign it in the owner's manual it says when using the autonomous feature, keep both eyes on the road and um, make sure that you 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 can't intervene because the car isn't perfect because there are issues with it still. But you had to watch Harry Potter Harry Potter <laughs> When God him live you saw <laughs> Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Bam! Oh, dead. Oh man, Hermione. Her, her name? Hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite Granger. That's another. That's another movie. <laughs> that's a, definitely another movie. Um, I want. I just briefly want to talk about while we're talking about schools. There was another another teacher and student incident here recently. Ooh. This one happened in South Carolina. She's, not, is, she's not bad looking. This sounds her. more like pleasure than... Uh, yeah, yeah, this is yeah. pleasure. Uh, her <laughs> name was Elizabeth, Ta- Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. She's <laughs> back from the dead. Yeah. She's 27. She was arrested Thursday after being caught partially undressed in an SUV with a student between the ages of 16 and 17. I thought you just said with a student between her legs. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure oh, he was yeah. about to be there. It says Taylor was Taylor who taught biology at Greer High School oh, is yeah. accused of having sex with the student at least twice. Authorities say deputies said they found Taylor partially undressed inside a suspiciously parked Ford Explorer with a teen Thursday in Simpsonville. Mm. Authorities say Taylor gave deputies an alias during the investigation. Deputies arrested Taylor and charged her with sexual battery with the student between the ages of 16 and 17. And giving false information to the police. She's being held in Greenville County Detention Center on $10,000 bond. But, um, hey, if I was 16 or 17 and she was my teacher, I think I would. Yeah, hell yeah. And I'd get a high five for it too. Right. But, you know, these teachers got to remember that these high school boys, you know, you're banging your teacher. Some of most of the time, they're not going to be able to keep their mouth shut. Oh hell no! No, I'm telling everybody. Everybody I know. Hey, I just fucked Mrs. Yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, <laughs> we were back in her Ford Explorer, getting it on. Getting it on. <laughs> no, you weren't. If no. you know what I mean. No, no, you're right. No, <laughs> no yeah, I was. No, yeah. her and him so, got it. <laughs> Woo wee! 
Now she taught biology, but apparently they had some chemistry and they wanted to go into the anatomy section (laughs) yes please yes please sign me up no and it it surprises me we talked about that with the the attractiveness of these female teachers it's like where were these fucking teachers (laughs) i mean i remember two teachers these fucking teachers yeah literally yeah i remember two (laughs) teachers at most that i was relatively attracted to my entire school career. Yeah, there's not there was yeah, the very few for me too yeah, that I would have But now it's like, God damn. And they're actually doing I mean Yeah. Doing stuff which I'm sure maybe they did were doing stuff back then. We didn't maybe know. Maybe they were. Who knows? We missed the missed the bus, missed the train. <laughs> I wanna go back to high school. <laughs> let me go back. Let me start over. Yeah, you might clean shave shaven face. You I've might. had lots of people say I look Ten years younger now, so that's perfect. Senior in high school, I do can, it all yeah, over again. Yeah, I grow my hair out a little bit and make it messy. And give me some of that, Mrs. Taylor. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love biology class. Oh yeah. Do I get an A? <laughs> oh, um, I want to talk about the prices right now. Uh, we're all Come familiar with that now. show. Yeah, yeah. We're all familiar with that show. Um, well, recently. A gentleman by the name of Terry Terry Niece, him and his wife, um, they noticed a pattern in the Prices Right. Okay. They they wanted to go on the show and they wanted to win big. So uh, Terry, he was a um, he used to be a weather forecaster and he noticed patterns in the weather. So then from there he took his knowledge to being a um, security officer at a casino and he was noticing patterns, patterns with, with gamblers and okay. you know card sharks and things like that. So he is very good at paying close attention to detail. What he, what him and his wife noticed was that the Price is Right have a pattern of products that they repeat for so many years. So him and his wife watched every episode from the beginning all the way up till present day, Holy multiple shit. times, and then the more recent episodes they watched several times. Because it might have changed between Bob Barker and Drew Carey, maybe. Some of the techniques. and Yeah, some of the techniques a little bit, but there hasn't been much variation in 50 years. That is crazy. So, the only, you know, they, they use certain products for so many seasons, and they the price barely changes for season for every five years or so. And that's not, I mean, you see inflation every year, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah, and you'd have I, a different price, right? But, I guess it, it cuts down on time that the writers have to do to you know generate the new prices in the games, and yeah. So they just say, well, we've got these products on display back in our warehouse. We'll just pull that out and use that rice aroni that we yeah. used five years ago, <laughs> two sixty five. So him and his wife noticed this pattern, and they memorized all the products here recently, and they you know bought their ticket, got their tickets to the show. And luck had to strike that their name was randomly drawn by a producer, one of their names, in order for them to get down there and make a bid. And and I've heard not to uh, now they stand in line before the show. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if you have to get tickets. I think you just show up. Oh, is and the first come first uh, serve to fill the, and they pick out. They somebody from the staff walks down the line and and individually picks out mm-hmm. i'm sure writes it down and then tells the producer okay. whatever so but they were picked that's i mean that's yeah they, i mean that was the first bit of luck they they had to get picked to go on to contestants row um which means that they had to be selected randomly and uh terry he filled out his registration 
and dropped it into the collection bin and waited and hoped. And sure enough, the producers picked his name and he was in. So from there, he got called down to contestants row. Host Drew Carey asked Terry to bid on a green egg smoker. Terry obliged and nailed the price with a perfect bid (laughs) of $1,775. Now, it's not unusual for someone to do this, but... um, but he does this multiple times, and um, now wouldn't you? Is that something where you would try to, like, if you copied off somebody's test in school, mm-hmm. would you put exactly the same? Oh, you know, you would. You'd have you to would, screw up a couple. Yeah, but Terry, he you just decided to go for it because you know if you hit if you hit him like right on the money, you get extra cash. Right, that's true. Um, so then his plan it relied on a second bit of luck. Um, since prizes in the showcase differed each episode, there was really no way to memorize how much these packages might actually be worth. Still, Terry recognized the pattern. He noticed that the value of each prize package fell into a predictable range. It wasn't random. When the first, when the, when the time came for his bid, he feared he offered a number, of, apparently a random number of twenty-three thousand seven hundred and forty-three dollars. This was for the showcase showdown. Mm-hmm. It wasn't random, however. Terry knew that the packages were generally worth around $24,000. He wanted to make sure he didn't go over, so he started with 23000 The 743 came from a combination of his wedding anniversary, the 7th of April, and his wife's birth month of March 3rd. He just hoped luck would get him close enough to win. He did better than come close. He got the bid exactly correct for the showcase showdown. So that means he gets the other one too. He was yeah. He was the first contestant in Prices Right history to get the bid right on the nose. Not only that, but because he was within two hundred and fifty dollars, he won both showcases. When when revealing Terry's winning bid, Carrie didn't celebrate. He was sure that the man had cheated. Footage from the moment shows Carrie uncharacteristically subdued reaction. I'll have to watch the video here later. But um, this was a historic moment in The Price is Right, and the longtime fans would expect the host to flip. Instead, Carrie Carrie grit his teeth while announcing success. That seemed to be too good to be true. It's like, well, he had insider information. Yeah, he did. He He, studied. He studied, and this is what this last bit comes to. It says, luck, skill, and a lot of preparation. As Carrie must have asked himself that day in the studio, who exactly is this Terry guy? Why is it his destiny to break a game that had been nothing but (laughs) not predictable for half a century? The answer takes us back to the epicenter of Las Vegas, and this is where it goes into the the Terry guy's, his past of watching patterns and whatnot. But... um, So he he definitely has an eye for detail, an eye for observing... And, and there's nothing in the nothing in the the game rules that say you can't prepare, and it's the Price is Right fault for not changing their method for why wouldn't you half a century? Right. Yeah. At least change it up from year to year. Yeah. I mean, even if you yeah, if you, even if you don't do it year to year, like maybe okay, five years, you know, something. The Price yeah. is Wrong, bitch. The Price is Wrong. <laughs> now you're gonna get it, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Um, for, to not change the, the pattern or the method for 50 years. Whose fault is that, you know? And how come how come this Terry guy was the first one to notice? Yeah, well, mainly you got some old bastards at home during that time. Yeah. Retirees uh-huh. uh, watching Prices Right. I mean, if I'm home and I'm 
and I remember and I'm not doing anything else, uh-huh. I'll probably turn it on. Oh, hell yeah. That's the, that's the best thing to watch when nothing else is on. Yeah, I've always liked it. Uh-huh. Uh, so it says Terry ended up, and his wife took home a package of prizes worth $56,000. It included four. It included four luxury vacations to South Africa, Scotland, Chicago, and Canada. <laughs> they also won a camper, a pool table, and a karaoke machine. But they ended up selling. Um, they sold those items to pay to cover the taxes um, on their uh, on their vacations. But they kept the smoker. <laughs> they See, the ta- that's what people don't understand are yeah. the taxes that you, you still have to pay. You won the game. Oh, you yeah. You taxes on all that yeah, shit. Yeah, you got, I mean, you win the car. Cool, that's great. Now you have to pay sales tax on that brand new $26,000 car. Right. So, yeah, people don't realize that. No, you have to, those are winnings that you, you know, you have to, you know, write down and claim. And these people that win like half a million, uh, like, Amazing Race and, Big Brother and all that. Dad, did you know Amazing Race? Is that a million dollars they win? Yeah, and the two from Big Brother just won. Yeah, it. Jessica and Cody. Yeah, so, I couldn't stand them on Big Brother. And you know they're, what? They're not bad when they're outside of the Big Brother house. Aren't I kind of, and I didn't think at first. I was like, I hope they fucking go out on the first leg of the race. Uh-huh. And then toward each episode, they were growing on me. Yeah. And the last episode, the final three, I'm like, I hope they win. Yeah, yeah. I got. I didn't watch the. The, the show all the way through but I catch different you know the shows here and there and I I'd see them on there and I'm like oh they're, yeah, they're not bad outside no uh, the, the couple points where Jessica she was playing the game mm-hmm. so she kind of you know shitty towards a couple uh, a team the, the, the whole telephone challenge yeah she <laughs> yeah she kind of fucked that but, up but I mean it's, it's a game, yeah, yeah. It's a game. You got to do what you got to do, and it worked out in her favor, obviously. And Cody, um, I didn't like him on Big Brother, but I thought he pretty cool guy. I mean, yeah. pretty emotionless, but mm-hmm. he's a robot, I yeah. think. But yeah, he's not bad. He's not too bad. No, so yeah, congratulations yeah, to him, I guess. Um, we we could be on Big Brother this summer. Yeah, we did. We put in our applications and. God, getting that video within the within the God range. Damn it. I had to redo it. And here, here's my thing. This is one reason I might not be picked. Uh-huh. Is I had uh, I waited. I f- totally forgot about. it. I was reminding you earlier in the yeah, day. I fucking forgot you son about of a it. Bitch. Now you sent me that. And I'm like fuck. Uh-huh. So then I had to go turn it in. Well. My daughter was sleeping in the other room. I was like, fuck, I can't be loud. I went in the garage. <laughs> you know, the, the surroundings might not look great. Mm-hmm. So I turned it into, I was like, this is my have-not room. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. this is my training ground for Big Brother. Uh-huh. So I, if we don't get that's fine. I'm sure there's tons of people. Oh, millions. Apply. Thousands. But, yeah. But man, getting the video within like that, like 50 megabytes... That I mean that I could only I literally could only do like a 15, 20 second video. And then what do you say? Hey, I'm gonna say, yeah. And then, I had to. I mean, I'm glad I, I had the first few video. The first one I did was like two hundred and seventy megabytes, <laughs> and it was only like thirty seven <laughs> seconds long. And it's probably just basic. I mean, yeah. And in your bio, you you can't use that many characters. Yeah, it was like what was it like six? I I had to count. Yeah. Because I went over and I had to delete and uh-huh. kind of re edit that, but. 
And uh, I mentioned I, I had a podcast, mm-hmm. so maybe that I did. Helps. I mentioned that too in the description in the video. But in the video, I was like, "Hi, my name is Anthony Smith. I'm from Troy, Ohio, and I live in a small town. I was in the Air Force. I was a firefighter, and blah blah blah. And I love Big Brother. I've only started watching it for a few seasons. I mean, it was just like that. I'll have to show you the video. But okay. it was. I mean, it had to be quick. And even then, I mean, as short as it was, it was still like I was <laughs> so close. Yeah, and like they they need to tell you like, hey. Your video is probably going to be able to be like you know, 20 so many seconds. seconds. Yeah, because yeah, you have to. Uh, Fifty megabytes for that. is not a lot at all. But I guess when the producers are going through that, they don't want to watch videos that are half oh, hour God, long. Gonna take them forever as yeah. it is. Yeah, so when they get these you know thirty second videos, I'm like oh okay. And you know they'll weed out the people with uh, criminal background. I mean they'll cut those people first. I like oh that. yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, we'll make the cut there. Yeah, make the cut. So hopefully, um, yeah, it's cool to see. Maybe we'll get picked. Or one of us. I'll be happy if you get, I mean, just as happy as, yeah. as if I was on there. So Yeah, hell, I'll, I'll probably get kicked out the first day. <laughs> <laughs> Start running my mouth or something. Piss somebody off. I, yeah. I think I'd be pretty low-key. Yeah, that's probably what I would Now, if we were both in there, it'd be hard not to... To say, hey, you know, like hang around with each other or whatever. Yeah. So we'd, we'd have, to, have to like just play it off. Right. Just kind of separate you. and spit in your face a couple times. <laughs> Pick a fake fight. Yeah. Hey, motherfucker. Start shoving. Yeah. Hit you with a pillow. From the moment I laid eyes on you, I couldn't stand your ass. <laughs> pull, I'll pull a Josh and start clanging pots and pans together in front of your face. Oh my god. And then I'll go cry in the diary room. <laughs> and then just start laughing. <laughs> my evil plan. It's working. So, well, check us out on uh, SoundCloud Podbean. This is our new uh, time and day. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday mornings. Yeah, so. but you'll be able to access it all week long. All week long, baby. Hopefully you'll get caught up on all the other episodes. Yes. Um... So we will see you. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And send us your feedback on Gmail, UncleNephewShow at gmail.com. Yes, I'm Sean. I'm Anthony. 